When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with Mike the Big Zamboni. Honk, honk. Boop, boop. Honk, your mic's not on. Steve got new headphones. It's like the first time he's hearing us. They're sexy. I like them. Everybody's loving these headphones. It's all people are talking about in the halls right now. Okay. The owners of the company were like, why? Guy, is he doing this? A lot of people, Crisco from across the you hall. You know what's interesting is the price of those headphones has never really gone up. They's, they've always been right around $100, 110 bucks. What'd you pay for them? $100. See? But they'll last. They do last a long time until like some of these wires on the side start to fray thin out. Or the padding on the ears will start to... That's replaceable, though. Oh, never thought about replacing the parts. You got a mic. Oh, wow. Oh, Mike's yeah. got like a nice foamy thing on the inside there. Oh, by the way, I have something to tell you about our betting situation. Is now a good time? Sure. Bet it. Look, what? don't act like you're committing to any of these segments anyways, Donna. I'm, All you're okay. thinking about are pickleball names. We came in with like, hey, let's have listeners call us at 11 to come up with pickleball names. So I was like, wonderful. It's a creative way to outsource it. Let's see what people think. We're going to show the people. Donna's every single segment so far. She has been looking at pickleball stuff. I'm like, are we having the listeners do it or not? Because now you are committing hours to the pickleball name. Sorry. No. How about the flapjacks? <sighs> paddle? Do we do something with paddle me? No, that's probably not great. Mm. The betting situation in a moment. There's a rumor that Byron Allen, the media entrepreneur, has put in a $10 billion bid to buy ABC, National Geographic, other channels. What does this guy do that he makes so much money? They say in 2009, he became the uh, first television entrepreneur to launch a set of six 24-hour HD television networks simultaneously. Pets.tv, Comedy.tv, Recipe.tv, Cars.tv, ES.tv, and MyDestination.tv. Um, it's crazy. His ascent to wealth is really, really remarkable. So apparently he's worth $800 million. Damn. I don't know where he's going to get the other 10 billion, but whatever. Um, my betting situation. Oh, betting as in DD, B-E-D-D. Not T-T. Got it. I steal the covers from Lou a lot, I guess. I turn, I roll, obviously, with my lean muscle growth, it's, that's a byproduct, right? It's a side effect. I guess I'm tearing the covers off of her. It's a fight every night. 
she got new bedding for the kids and she said, don't laugh, but would you ever think of getting Betty's? I said, for adults? You think they make these for adults? What is a Betty? Glad you asked, Donna. That's what makes this a good radio segment. <laughs> Betty's are a sheet blanket system all in one that imagine like with your bottom sheet, you wrap it around the mattress, you know, with the springy edges. But this one then connected to it on the top is a blanket that zips, stay with me, zips to itself. They made it for kids so that kids who have trouble making their bed in the morning, it would become a whole lot easier because all you do is boom. Now your bed looks made. I'm going to have to look this up. Look it up. Betty's. Betty's. She said, what about one for a kid or for, for, for an adult? I was like, I doubt they make them for adults. These are for kids. She said, they make them for adults. We laughed our way through it. I finally buckled and said, you know what? Sure. She wanted more of the blanket without the tug of war. And she controls her side because it's zipped in on her side. I like the idea of being able to easily make the bed and just zip it. And then it's neat and clean and a minimalist look. I don't understand. What makes it easier to, where are you zipping? Are you zipping onto the mattress? Is it encompassing the mattress? The sheet blanket system all is in one. Got that. So when you wrap it around the mattress, instead of that just being a bottom sheet, zipped at the bottom, almost like a sleeping bag, is a blanket sheet situation all in one. Okay, so they work together. Yes, they do. Like the thing on the bed... Zip and now you. I bed zip. Looks now it's open. I get in. I can fully unzip it all the way down to the middle base of the bed so that my feet can hang out if I want them to. Okay. Or if you like staying tucked in, you can just zip down whatever part you want, and then you could be zipped in like a little snug bug in a rug if you want. But in the morning, okay, okay. when it's time to make your bed, all you do is. Zip. Okay. So I tell this to my sister yesterday. I said, "Interesting." I said, "Hey, we got Betty's." For, uh, for She said, they make them for adults? I said, yeah, isn't that crazy? And she said, was it hard to make the bed? I said, no, all you have to do is zip. She said, no, before. before. Were that's you what I'm wondering. I'm like, boy, you really are into some of these gimmicks. I, I guess we weren't faithful bed makers. You know, you get up early, you just sort of throw it up lazily and sure, it looks shut messy. shut the door. Yeah. yeah, and so this gives you a really clean, pull-together, minimalist look all the time. First night, we were a little bit chilly. Second night, we put a little blanket underneath Oh, you already it. have it. We got it. It just came. Oh, We're testing gosh. it out. Betty's. So we have an all-white one for sort of like the hotel. Just give me all-white. Sure. So we have the all-white. Do you have a bed skirt that goes with it? Uh, No bed skirt that goes with it. So you're just seeing the box spring? No, because we don't have a box spring. Okay. We, have a, we just have a giant mattress. Got so it. So big, huge. So strong. Okay. Anyway, I'll let you know how it goes. Whatever you're into, I said to her, I said, listen, I'm going to have trouble taking this all seriously when I hear a zip. And sure enough, first night she was like, did you remember the monitor, the baby monitor? Oh, no, it's downstairs. Hearing the zip is something that gets used to. Oh, to to, get out. And I said, I'm going to wake you up every morning. I'm going to say, how did you sleep? And you'll say, well, I kind of woke up when you got up because I heard the zip. There's a big zipping happening. I have a little bit of secondhand embarrassment. (laughs) (laughs) That is totally reasonable. Like I said, when she brought this to me, I was like, there's no way they make this for adults. Because, you know, we have motor skills. 
<laughs> but now we have I it. see where Lou is coming from in that she doesn't want you stealing. And if she, her side is zipped, you can't pull it over. That is correct. I understand. There is no more tug of war there. Okay. It just feels. I zipped up this morning. Got oh. up early. Zipped up. Okay. <laughs> There's something about a grown-up needing this that makes me feel embarrassed. Okay, listen, and while I accept that criticism, and the zipping again, the zipper portion is does take some getting used to, but it, I like it when things look put together, and six days out of seven, it's a lazy making of the bed. It's in a hurry. You're not going to go over to the other side of the bag, bed and tug it down. You know, you're just like, okay, this is fine. This you know will do what, it. Steve? Here's this what I say. Clean. You do you, bro. Do you make your bed a lot nicely? Um, more so on the weekends. During the week, everything's a mess. In my own little pocket. Like the kitchen's always picked up, but the bedroom and the bathroom are always like, oh, what, my you just God. got clothes on the floor and stuff like clothes that? Clothes on the floor. Yeah, you're kind of a bro in a lot of ways. Um, makeup everywhere, stuff strewn about. Mm-hmm. I don't have a big bathroom. I have a very little bathroom. I do. Very little. Like, can't fit a lot of stuff in there. So, yeah. But then at the end of the week, I'm like, all right, now I got to pick all this stuff up. That's what Saturdays are for, bruh. (laughs) So, yeah, we sleep in sleeping bags now. Whatever. Just looking at the picture just (laughs) makes me go, wow. Come on. No, listen, if you guys are happy. We're not sure if we are. They just don't look very inexpensive either. Wait, they don't look inexpensive? They look like they cost a lot of money, and that would be a pretty crummy mistake to make, an expensive mistake. That's all I'm saying. Congratulations. Well, I was going to talk about music here. We could talk about it later. What do you want to talk about when we get back? I want to talk about this article I saw in People about um, the Tuies, the family that you know, took in Michael Orr that the blind side is based on. Mm-hmm. Well, though, they are responding to his claim and his lawsuit. And I want to tell you what they have to say. From the Bettys to the Tuies. I love it. That's next on Donna and Steve. Friends, what's up? Stevie Boy for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Need a little live music in your life, friends? You have come to the right place. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters always has a wonderful concert series going on. This week, as I've been telling you, it's been a tribute to the Eagles. Started on Tuesday, wraps up tomorrow night. It's called Taking It to the Limit. And then on Sunday, a tribute to the music of Patsy Cline. Next week, they are gearing up for California Dreaming, the songs of Laurel Canyon. That's happening next Thursday through next Saturday. Uh, and then here comes the sun, presented by Lori Dawkins. All sorts of great stuff. I mean, even later on in September, if we're really casting the net out far, Chase and Ovation, a salute to the music of Prince, and they are great, by the way. Um, all sorts of concert stuff that you can find, ChanhassenDT.com. That's where you can also get tickets to Jersey Boys, the production on the main stage right about now. It's fantastic. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. You will love it. And Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, Dishing Out Laughs, Friday and Saturday nights, ChanhassenDT.com. Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, don't forget, we're going to be giving away Adam Sandler tickets. Yeah, this is going to be very exciting. We determined 
A way that we will let you know. Now, what you're about to hear is just a test. This is only a test. But when you hear this sound later. That will mean that it is time for caller number seven to win yourself a pair of tickets to see Adam Sandler doing stand-up at the XL Energy Center, a tour that was just announced yesterday. It's so fun. Target um, Center, just quick change. Target yeah, Center, November the, 12th. That is exactly where I think it should be. <laughs> this is much more of a Target Center kind of a show. So um, before we wrap it up today, listen for that. That's not to say that Lori and Julia will be doing this, uh, or, or Bradley and Dawn will be doing it the same way, but uh, we all have tickets to give away. Yeah, we do. It's pretty fun. Uh, okay, so People Magazine has this story about Sean and Leanne Tui, who were, uh, were the couple who had a conservatorship over Michael Orr, the retired NFL player who is... Life was inspired, inspired the movie The Blind Side and also the book, blah, blah, blah. Sure. They have currently asked a court to deny his request for financial relief. So he made headlines last month, if you recall, when he accused the Tuies of lying to him about having adopted him in 2004, claiming that instead they tricked him into a conservatorship that put them in control of his finances. He alleged that the couple made millions off his name since the film's release, which was back in 2009. So now they are strongly denying Michael Orr's allegations in this new legal filing that they made yesterday in Shelby County Probate Court, there, uh, they live in Mississippi. They said they have never signed any contract on Michael Orr's behalf since he was legally placed under their care at 18. And that he was paid what he was owed to him from his likeness being used in the movie The Blind Side. So they did admit that they have called Michael Orr their son in the colloquial sense. Did I say that weird? Colloquial. No, sounded good. Sounded weird. And they've never intended that reference to be viewed with legal implication. They said there we never had an intent to adopt him. Partially, I think, because you can't at age 18. Um, and that, uh, you know, they, they, they meant him no harm or anything like that. They said he got paid, I believe, 20%. Of the film, I don't know if that's on the back end or what. Right, right. But they said they they always felt that he was like a son to them. And they've used that term on occasion, but not in the legal sense. So this is all like... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. No. Semantics. Exactly. Because he might be claiming, you know, they were saying I was their son so that they can obtain, you know, financial benefit. But... 
They also, Michael Orr also claimed that he found out this past February that he was under a conservatorship and not adopted. The Tuies are saying um, his timeline is false because he wrote about being in a conservatorship in his memoir back in 2011. And the only reason they formed a conservatorship initially was because the family had hoped to skirt NCAA rules that might have, like, penalized Michael Orr for playing football at the University of Mississippi, where they are, um, whatchamacallit's, donors. Hmm. I don't quite understand that. Sure. Foggy. Very foggy. The, the, I mean, the nuts and bolts of it is that they are, you know, this is their formal clap back, for lack of a better term. Of just like, this is not, like, we really need to set the record straight here. Like, we weren't looking to profit financially. Of yes. Yeah. And it seems like on paper, it seems like they are very wealthy people. To begin with, and would really, there wouldn't be much benefit to them if they're already set for life. They're donors at the school. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel, I don't know what the truth is, but it just feels like someone got in his ear, you know, and said, huh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Why would they do that? And they're saying he got everything that he was supposed to get. From the movie. So it's just sad. Yeah. Especially if, you know. And how's it going to resolve? You know, will it just be forever that they sort of go their separate ways and it ends like this? I hope not. I hope they'll show proof and go, look, we didn't do this. Look, signed here. We told you. Yeah. It was a conservatorship. So that Mm. we can help you. I don't know, negotiate contracts or what it was, but you read that book. No, hmm. I'm not gonna. Okay. I might be reading Killers of the Flower Moon with you. Did you buy it already? No. I'm going to go get it today. I'm thinking of maybe doing it on Audible. Okay. How do you feel about that? I think you should do you, but I think what's going to happen is you're going to get way too ahead of me because I'm not a fast reader. Well, that was a source of contention the last time that we did this. Well, the, the time that we did it with Stephen King. I think we do it, give each other and anyone who wants to join us a month. Just a month, read at your own yeah. leisure. And then Finish let's discuss in a month, in a month pick we, a date. We were trying to do, all right, get to page 50 and then we talk. That that messes with people's speed a little too much. Okay, you get a month. You, you pick a date. That's the date the book has to be read by. You cool with that? Uh, October 20th is when the movie comes out. So if you want to do exactly a month until the movie, oh. that could we could start okay. it in five days and you got a month. That's the old Zambonini. Zamboni coming in with what's known as a better idea. But then we don't want to give anything away. For the, maybe we should pick a different book. Donna. Because what if we want to talk about what happened in the book and then... Yeah, no, we didn't do that with, with uh, the Stephen King book. People don't want books spoiled either. You know, you, you start around movie. it. Okay, all right. No, but I mean even the book, you know? That's fine. That was a mystery. By the way, Vikings lost. <laughs> wow. And also Aaron Rodgers says his surgery went great. Just thought I would sneak in a little more sport talk. 651-641-1071. That's the number to call if you want to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge next on my talk. 
And we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk. 107.1 where talk is fun. Woo! Who's having fun? I am. Oh, big time. Big time. Big time. Yay. Don't forget, keep listening for the Sloppy Joe sounder. And at that point, caller number seven will receive a pair of tickets to see Adam Sandler doing stand-up comedy at the Target in Chanhassen. Steve. (laughs) I misread it. At the Target Center, which is a concert venue, sports venue, etc. That is coming up before noon. So you got to keep on listening. In the meantime, we have another little game we want to get to. Time to go to college. College. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It is time. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And Donna is turning this into a game. Oh, my goodness. 95 wins for Steve. 93 wins for Donna. You're just two away. Yeah. It's close. Ooh, closer than it's been in a very long away. time. And today we are celebrating a birthday. We are celebrating... The 77th birthday for a guy who looks like he's been 77 since 1995. <laughs> it is Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Jones. Yeah. Oh, boy. Very happy birthday to Tommy Lee Jones. Mm. 77 years young today. Mm. He can count on both hands how many times he's laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got, Mari, we've got Mari on the line to play along with us. Hey, Mari. 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 Yeah. Hi, Mari. How are like, you? Like, how do you spell that? M-A-R-I. Mari? Mari. Mari. Oh, you want the moon, Mari? Mari. Um, Mar Bar, what are you up to today? What's happening next in your world? Uh, well, I'm on my way home from work, and I'm going to just chill, probably get the car washed, get everything ready before the kids get home, and I don't know, be ready for the weekend. What, do you work the graveyard shift? What's happening? No, I just worked the half day. Oh, okay. I went in this morning, and now I'm on my way home. Yeah. Nice. Okay. What line of work are you in? All right, All right I'm sorry go. to ask, but what go, line Mari. of work are you in? In in the corporate world. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Steve, leave her alone. Oh, you have a question. Stop it. Do you, uh, you, do you get dressed up for work today? Unfortunately. Yes, these corporate people, they're like, give me my Van Heusen. I'll be at Penny's this weekend. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, oh, we're gosh. like in hoodies, sweatshirts. Grant wears shorts most of the time. I put slippers on for shoes today. Oh, yeah. We yeah. are dirt bags. We do not belong with corporate people, but we're happy the corporate people listen. But I'm, I'm, I'm jealous of you guys. So well, that's it nice. well, we're intimidated of you. So I feel yeah. like this, okay. all, this all plays nicely together. Um, that it's time now for you to decide who you would like to team up with, Team Donna or Steve. It is Tommy Lee Jones. That is our topic today. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna shoot you straight. Like I'd freaking love to team up with you. I feel like we've a bond already. Um, who would you like to team up with, Mari? Well, I know nothing about Tommy Lee Jones. First of all, uh, second of all, I really want a T-shirt, so I hope I pick the winner. And third of all, I really want Donna to catch up with you, Steve. So I'm gonna go with Donna. Golly, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> Darn. All right. Mari's going to go on hold. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm saying darn because I'm very worried. I am very, very worried. Steve's going to work his way out of the studio, and we're going to play a little game. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, it is the College of Pop Culture Knowledge all about Tommy Lee Jones turning 77 today. Are you ready, Donna? Nope. Well, we're going to give it a try regardless. Okay. Let's start with this one. 
His three top grossing movies were all from this franchise where he played Agent K, and we were all introduced to the Neuralizer. Pass. He won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in this 1993 movie where he played Deputy U.S. Marshal Sam Gerard. The only movie I probably will get, and that is The Fugitive. In 1997, it was an extremely hot year for disaster movies as Dante's Peak was released just two months ahead of this Jones flick. An extremely hot year for disaster movies as Dante's Peak was released just two months ahead of this Jones flick. What year? 97. Burning Inferno. Okay. <laughs> Let me read through these questions again for you. Uh, Marius, you're back on with us. She had no answer for the first one. Let me read it back to you here. His three top grossing movies were all of this franchise where he played Agent K, and we were all introduced to a neuralizer. I have no idea. Again, know all very right. little about Bobby Lee Jones. She felt very good about The Fugitive. How'd you feel about her uh, final answer, The uh, Burning I, Inferno? Um, again, I've not seen that movie, but thinking about that time frame, I don't know, would Armageddon count? Was he in that? Like, I, I don't know, Donna. I don't know. Um, you pick it, and I'm not supposed to no, leave we'll, the witness. We'll, okay, well, we're going to go with Donna's. We're going to mm. go with The Inferno. Okay. We will put you back on hold. Mari, we'll bring uh, Steve back in. I'm pretty sure that that was from the 70s. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, too. <laughs> oh, no. I think it's Towering Inferno, too, isn't it? All right. I think you're going to do as well as I did. Okay. All righty. How would you feel, like two out of three, one out of three, two out of three, something like that? Something like that. <laughs> Let's get it started. See you again. Tommy Lee Jones turning 77 years young today. Are you ready? Yes. Let's go with this one. His three top grossing movies of all time were from this franchise where he played Agent K and we were all introduced to a neuralizer. Men in Black. He won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in 93 in this movie where he played Deputy U.S. Marshal Sam Gerard. The Fugitive. In 1997, it was an extremely hot year for disaster movies as Dante's Peak was released just two months ahead of this Jones flick. 97. Dante's Peak, 97. I'm going to say Twister right now. Say that question again. In 97, it was an extremely hot year for disaster movies as Dante's Peak was released just two months ahead of this Jones flick. Heat. <laughs> so that's the wrong year and everything. Ah! All right, let's run through the answers here. We'll start with that middle one. He won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in this 1993 movie where he played U.S. Marshal Sam Gerard. Of course, he reprised that role two or five years later in U.S. Marshals. That was The Fugitive. Nicely done. Both got that. Both got it. Good. U.S. Marshall's great movie as well. They're both fantastic movies. I uh, didn't kill my wife. I've never <laughs> seen either of them. I don't care. Thank you. Is that a line from the movie or, or just a, declaration. a response to what I said? <laughs> <laughs> Let's drop to that final one. The ni- uh, 1997 was an extremely hot year for disaster movies as Dante's Peak was released just two months ahead of this Jones flick. It was an extremely hot year because Dante's Peak was about a volcano and the movie from Tommy Lee Jones, was just titled Volcano. You know, I thought of that word for an answer just to say anything. It was him along with Anne Hayes. She was in it. Don Cheadle was in that movie. John Cobert, the guy from uh, from, uh, 
I think that Greek oh, wedding yeah, yeah, and Sex, Sex in the City. City. Yeah, uh-huh. um, yeah. So that was a uh, that must have been one of those movies that just ran on HBO all the time because I remember every word of that movie. I've seen it probably fifty times. Yeah. Wow! Volcano erupts in the middle of LA. Oh, I love it. Basically, what happens? I love it. Uh, and then we go up to the top one. It's going to come down to this because you two gave you both gave me different answers. Uh, his three top grossing movies were all from this franchise where he played Agent K. And we all were introduced to the Neuralizer. Donna gave me a different answer because she didn't give me an answer. Steve said Men in Black, and he is right. Woo-hoo! Oh, no. Men in Black yes. 1, Men in Black 2, and Men in Black 3, his three top grossing movies of all time. Never wow. saw any of them. Oh, you would like the original Men in Black. It was is a that cool Will Smith? Will yep. Smith. Maybe I did see it. Yeah. What's it about? Uh, it's about a secret agency. Uh, that fights aliens, that basically the majority of humanity has no idea that aliens are walking among us, but they do. Are they buried in the ground? Nope. They're out and about. They're they're living their lives. And then when they encounter them, that neuralizer that he was talking about, if men in black come around you and let's say we had an alien in here and then they came in these doors and then killed this alien. We we're like, holy crap, that was an alien. And holy crap, who are you guys? Then they would take their little pens and go. And then it would do this like flash and you wouldn't remember what you just saw. Race your memory. Oh, wow. Government conspiracy type of stuff. Yes, yeah, Never saw it. Sorry, Mari. Mari, I'm Mari. sorry. That's okay. Sorry, I'm Mari. Sorry. That's a bummer, Mari. I'm sorry. Mari. Call us again, though, because... I will. Next you... time. We got this. Okay. Hey, next time, let's team up, Mari. You and me. I'll think about it. Whatever. I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> the game is essentially just going to become... Donna and a caller versus Steve. In more, in many ways, it feels eighty percent of the time that's what it is. Yeah, and it's a bummer. With that win, we're for the, we're the, for the underdog. underdog. For the underdog. Plus, it's like girl power, you know. It's a year of Barbie. This just is not my year. <laughs> I'm just Ken. All right, let's do a fake tiebreaker. Yeah, with that win, Steve takes the ninety-six and ninety-three lead. Yeah! Here is the fake tiebreaker. It's a fun one. I like this one, so I'm glad we got to it, uh, even though it doesn't mean anything. Though he didn't win, Tommy Lee Jones was also nominated for Best Supporting Act, the Best Supporting Actor Oscar in two other movies that share their titles with U.S. presidents. Name Steve. either. Steve? JFK. One starred Kevin Costner. The other starred Daniel Day-Lewis. He got a supporting... Oh, Steve and Lincoln. Yeah. Wow. JFK and Lincoln were the two answers. I didn't realize that. He was up for Best Supporting Actor Oscar for both of those presidentially wow, named he's movies. a great actor he is great actor anyway sorry i don't know a lot about you hey, tlj you do know i guess so one right. of the reasons they say his portrayal in lincoln was so convincing was due in large part to the fact that he was alive then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or he appears to be i don't know here's the thing we're having a good time daniel day lewis wow he really did quit acting <laughs> he took what do you his, think he's doing he right took now? his yarn and went home He's, I, I he's, think he's still making dresses. He's knitting. He did that movie, The Dressmaker or whatever. And then he said, I'm just going to do this now. And so far, he has stuck to his guns. He is. Okay, the latest that I see on him was in May of this year. And the title of the article in page six is Reclusive Daniel Day-Lewis, 66, looks unrecognizable in first public appearance in That feels years. like clickbait. Sure does, and I'm clicking it. Um, I, w- I, you know what I'd like to see? Daniel Day-Lewis doing community theater in Kansas. You know? 
Me That'd too. That'd be fun. He does look unrecognizable. He's got gray hair. It's long. I mean, he looks good. He looks fit. He always looks very low body fat. He's tall and stretched out. I mean, he looks fashionable. Is that the one where he's wearing a flat billed hat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a not our best look. I think he looks good. I love the. I'm pants. not prepared to see him in like a tracksuit, which is what I see in this other photo. I'm not doing well with this. I am. Oh. You seeing it? In the blue, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one for me. I just, the hair choice is interesting. But I mean, he's still a handsome guy. I'm like. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) We will now take a commercial break. That's fine. Um, I have two bits of food news when we come back. Subway. Ever heard of it? is now moving into smaller subs. They did the footlong. They did the party platter, right? Everybody just trough style, lay that sucker out and bring everybody from accounting over and go hog wild on that hoagie. You know it. Then now they're doing something very, very different. And I think you would like it. I think I know where you're going with this. You have to stick around. That next. We can't do this anymore. We can't do this. Yeah, we, we can't anymore. even do a show. I can't. It's a problem. I can't. Can you? I can't. No or t- can no. Mm. Every every waking moment, Donna is going back to more pickleball names. At nine a.m., we said, "Hey, at eleven a.m., coming soon." By the way. We will open the phone lines, and you can call in with your pickleball name suggestion for us, which we have to have for Project Down and Dirty. And I thought, that's fun. We'll hear creative solutions, creative ideas, and then from there, we will then pick up the baton and go. Meanwhile, you've committed this entire morning, the first two hours of this show, to researching pickleball names. Even a segment that you've driven, those two are peppered with pickleball thoughts. I am a flawed human being. <laughs> Sorry. This is what happens, though, Mike. This is a thing with the Salvador show. Salvador Dilly. Mm-hmm. How about Salvador <laughs> Dilly? Yes. And then we wear little mustaches. I should grow mine back out. <laughs> that is I awesome. I should have never cut mine. We also uh, had a suggestion, um, the the Vali Lamas. Mm-hmm. I like that. And it's the Vali Lamas, not the Vali Lamas. The Vali Lamas. Okay. Get it? I get the it. Dalai Lamas. Right. <laughs> How about the Dill Brigade? The Dill Brigade. I don't know. There's nothing there. What the hell is that? I don't <laughs> what know. Does, that it does, it, does it have to be a pun? Right. Why does everything have to be like, hey, we're fun and goofy? Why can't we just be, just be? This is a person who started her first idea this morning, Mike, was Valpat. <laughs> I mean, as in the first three of her last somewhere. name and the first three of mine. Um, but honestly, this is this is the worst I've seen you. And usually, like, if we come up with, like, hey, we're going to do a Christmas gift exchange, we lose you for a while. If they say, hey, you guys need to start thinking about your state fair shirt, it, we go in really, really deep on it. The whole point was let the listeners give us their ideas, and then from there we take okay. the baton. Okay. 
But we've now collectively come up with like a hundred different names. None that we love. That is true. So if you have your idea, call us at 11. Okay. Meanwhile, I've got a little uh, news about Subway. You can eat fresh there. I love Subway. Oh, really? (laughs) You just gave a yucky face. I love Subway. I love uh, Subway's good, but I love Jersey Mike's the best. And then Jimmy John's. I think JJ's is the top, but there is something about a Subway Italian herbs and cheese that really gets me, gets me going. Nice. Anyway, you know, they have the foot long. They used to have the $5 foot longs. And the foot long is like a party sub, right? No, no, that's a party sub. That's different. That's right. A foot long is a 12 inch sub. Okay. I'm thinking of the six footer or the four footer. Yeah. Yeah, That's the really, really big, big one. Uh, Well, now they're selling three inch sandwiches. (gasps) Just little baby buddy booze. Not in these United States yet, though. Three inches. They debuted at subway locations in Pakistan recently. Hmm. Inflation is really crazy over there. It's almost 30%. So they wanted a cheaper option. To get people in the (laughs) Pakistan, 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 Pakistan. Mike. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Mike's like on it. Now this, uh, I just hate how we always throw our fate to Google. Sometimes I don't know if it's been wrong before for sure. I feel like, listen, that's the first time I've ever said Pakistan, but here's what I feel like I hear. People say Pakistani. Pakistan is something like, oh my gosh, are you from Pakistan? It just sounds like a uh, an American thing. Are we betting any points in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge on this one? <sighs> I'm not sure how to pronounce it, to be honest. I go Pak, Pak, Pakistan, I go Pakistan or Pakistan. And I just went Pakistan having previously only ever said Pakistan, though I've heard people say Pakistani. I'm going to go Pakistan and I am going to just do this as a friendly bet. No points. Okay. Three-inch sub on the line. I mean, this freaking person. <laughs> we get, right, we get, we, we get room to push back on this Google pronunciation. Pakistan. Oh, yeah. just very American. Pakistan. That's an American. That that is a girl who grew up in the valley in California. She's ethnocentric. All she sees is life through her suburban lens. I disavow her of her power. <laughs> okay. Anyway, they debuted these three-inch subs in Pakistan recently. It's called the Mini, but you can't get any sub as a three-incher. For now, it's just one option. You get a three-inch sub with a breaded chicken patty. Then you can get toppings like pickles, lettuce, tomatoes. When they say three-inch, that's like the equivalent of like the little round bun situation. It's like the equivalent of three inches. Donna. All right, fine. I don't know. It's Don't get round on me, though. This is okay. a cylinder. Okay. This is not a circle. Because they do offer those two round sandwiches. At least the last time I was there, I could really go for a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I love sandwiches. Sandwiches oh are amazing. Oh my gosh, give me any of them. I could go for a slap oh! Come on now. Caller number seven. That is our Adam Sandler sounder, 651-641-1071. You will win a pair of tickets to see Adam Sandler doing stand-up comedy at the Target Center on November 12th. Caller number 7651-641-1071. Good luck. We'll even bring them on the air once we get caller seven. Yeah, sure, why not? a fun little thing. Did you want this? Don't do Welcome it now. To Donna and Steve's. Can I interest Donna. you in some food news today? Yummy pickles. 
pickles? Seriously, is this you with pickleball? Yeah. Wanna... All right, all right, all right, all right. Is this what it's like doing a show with me? Yes, it is. You're like all over the place. This is like on a day that I come in, hopped up on something. Hot tubs, trees. Zippy bedding. Lawn mowing stripes. Yes, yes. See, you you understand? You you hyper-focus on things. Trees, did you already say that? Yes. You get the idea. Working out. Yes. Juice cleanses. Yes. Hey! Hey! I feel like we've got a lucky person on the line right now. Hello there. You are on the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Who's this? This is Jeff. Jeff, guess what? You just want a pair of tickets to see Adam Sandler at the Target Center. Congrats. Awesome. Yeah. That's where I'm calling from. Where are you calling from, bruh? Paris. Pakistan. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Pakistan. You're going uh-uh. I think it's Pakistan. <laughs> okay. I'm with you. I'm with you, Steve. You know why? Why? My last name is Patterson. Whoa. Wait a minute. Your name is we Jeff? Be, we, Your cousin Jeff? Yeah, Patterson. We could be related. J-Bone. Are how, you two how, T's or one? Can I still win if we're related? No, yeah, no. But uh, then we are not related. That's exactly. <laughs> how um uh how old are you? Me, I am sixty. Oh, you're like okay. Uncle Jeff. I, I either that, yeah, I could be, but you, but you, I'm not because I have to win. You sound really young, by the way. Hey, I look young. I feel young. That's hey, good. What and can I say, and now you I got eat a, a lot of bacon. You got <laughs> you got a night out with Adam Sandler. Stay on the line. Mike will get your details. We'll get you those tickets to see Adam Sandler on November twelfth. More uh, Adam Sandler ticket giveaways are coming up uh, during the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, and then during Load Shame as well. I love it. Uh, should I even get into this? Nah. All right. Let's not. Let's just uh, go through some pickleball names. Okay. You know, I'm thinking of smoking a pork butt on uh, Sunday. Okay. Does that factor in at all to pickleball? Not really. Porkleball? Or instead of the, the, the pickleball ball, you use pork balls? What if we're the neti pots? What if we're Novage? Novage and Sauvage. <laughs> that is a callback to uh, Johnny Depp's latest ad. Whoa. You should be the pickle pusses no. in honor of Cookie Puss. Okay. Oh, I like that. I think that might leave a little room for trouble. In Al Pacino's voice, pickleball team name, we're whacking here. Oh, I'm walking here. Not that's is that Not Pacino? Al Pacino? No, that's Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. I'm walking here. We'll figure it out. You guys are very clever. So after Mike's dirt alert, we will take your calls at 651-641-1071 or email the show, Donna and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. Somebody did suggest Bobby Jensen as our mascot. That much <laughs> we are convinced of.